Matt Schaff and Jared Small of DraftSharks.com here to preview the Week 9 FanDuel main slate. And Jared, Week 9 looks tough at the onesie positions in particular. We've got four teams on by. We've got some other biggies off the main slate. We've got the Sunday morning game in Germany that takes away the Dolphins and the Chiefs. We've got Bills Bengals together on Sunday night, Chargers on Monday night. So we look at quarterback first, and these are the quarterbacks that are not available for this main slate. We've got Tua and Patrick Mahomes in the same game. We've got Josh Allen and Joe Burrow in the same game. We got Justin Herbert on Monday night. Then on by, like if we lose all those top guys, maybe we're looking at the next level. On by are Jared Goff, Trevor Lawrence, Brock Purdy. So yeah. What does that leave us with for cash at quarterback? Probably the ugliest main slate of the season so far. Um, I'm definitely pulling back on my cash game play this week and, you know, maybe playing a bit more in tournaments. I just think it's a tough cash week because there's very little to feel good about. I do think the cash strategy should be kind of do whatever it takes to play the guys you do feel great about and then fill it in from there. So, I mean, at quarterback on FanDuel, I'm going to play Lamar Jackson at $8,600. I actually really respect the Seahawks defense. I think they're probably underrated. Um, but, I mean, the Ravens have the highest implied total on the main slate at 25.25 points. So I, you have to factor that in. I mean, the odds makers know what they're doing with that stuff. I mean, it's Lamar Jackson. He's, he's had an awesome season. The other note, too, about Seattle, they faced two like semi-mobile quarterbacks, guys that aren't at Lamar's level but can run, uh, Daniel Jones and Josh Dobbs. Daniel Jones ran 10 times for 66 yards against Seattle. Josh Dobbs ran seven times for 43 yards and a touchdown against Seattle. So definitely could be a big day on the ground for Lamar Jackson. Yeah, and you can't ignore the Vegas numbers, as you said. Tourney side at quarterback, what are you playing on FanDuel? I like Derek Carr as a tournament play. 7,100 on FanDuel, projected for just 4% ownership. I mean, I think FanDuel, like we talked about on DraftKings, you know, it's going to be Lamar Jackson, Jalen Hurts, and and Dak Prescott soaking up a lot of the ownership just because they're, you know, the only quarterbacks you can feel pretty comfortable with. I do like Carlo. He's coming off one of his best games of the season in that win over the Colts last week, 310 yards, two touchdowns on a 70% completion rate, 11.5 yards per attempt. Carr was eighth in PFF passing grades last week. And then he gets this home game against the bears who are 28th in adjusted fantasy points allowed to quarterbacks and the saints, a 25 point implied total tied for second with the Eagles for the highest on the main slate. So, you know, the, the Saints are one of the teams we should expect to put up points on this slate. And a historic day, because I'm pretty sure that's the first time that Jared Smola has ever said the sentence, I like Derek Carr. <laughs> Over to running back, Tony Pollard, $6,600, leads our FanDuel dollars per point, Jared, is clearly still Dallas's lead back. Should I buy yep. into him this week? Yeah, I mean, this is a salary-based game we play, so you have to factor salary in, and I, I do think... Pollard's just cheap enough where you play him in cash. I think he continues to be an awesome fade in tournaments because I, I don't really believe in the upside, especially in this matchup against the Eagles. But in cash, Tony, I mean, Tony Pollard's cheaper on FanDuel than Gus Edwards, Kareem Hunt, Jerome Ford, Dante Foreman. Just, just crazy to see. I know he's been disappointing, but just close your eyes and start a running back that is averaging 15.4 carries and 4.3 targets per game. And even that is a little deflated because as we've talked about, the Cowboys have played in some weird games where they've you know pulled Tony Pollard and their starters, um, you know, late, late in games, either blowout wins or blowout losses. So I still think he's a, you know, safe bet for 15 plus touches could get 20 plus and at 6,600, you just play that in cash games. I agree that he makes plenty of sense for cash on FanDuel this week because of that price. 
I do think that it's worth noting he might even be declining in usage right now. The guy scored two touchdowns in week one and got us all excited. Cool. Here we go. We finally got Tony Pollard's season. Then he caught seven passes, went for 109 total yards in week two, ran for 122 yards in week three. At that point, you know, we're all like, okay, positive regression is going to catch up. He's about to explode. Four games since then, including three victories for the Cowboys, 11 and a half carries and 39.8 rushing yards per game, three and a half receptions, 32 and a half receiving yards per game. And even those numbers are boosted by a six for 80 against the Chargers. The one target he didn't catch in that game was a missed end zone connection, of course. So like that's what Pollard can do. That's a solid bet for this week. And I agree with you. I would fade him at what's probably going to be high ownership because I don't believe in the ceiling potential right now. Yeah, for sure. I mean, again, even with the workload stuff though, like, so those last four games were a 35 point win, a 32 point loss, a three point win over the chargers. And then a 23 point win. We we just have such a small sample of like actual Cowboys games that have like been normal. Um, It's still kind of, a little tough to know exactly you know, what to expect from Pollard's usage. Apparently what we should expect is all over the place. Tournament side at running back, what do you like? I like Zach Moss as a tournament play. I mentioned him briefly on DraftKings. I think he's a better play on Fandle because there's more separation in salary between Jonathan Taylor and Zach Moss. Zach Moss just $6,700. He's still going to be super low owned because everyone's going to want to go to Jonathan Taylor, which I get. But I mean, Zach Moss is not going away. He continues to play well. He has... 14, 20, and 12 opportunities over his last three games. So, like, he's behind JT at this point. But this is also a game against a bad Carolina run defense. They're dead last in run defense DVOA. The Panthers are giving up 5.1 yards per carry to running backs. The Colts are favored in this game. Like, you could get 40 total opportunities between – Jonathan Taylor and Zach Moss. And even if that's, you know, 15 of those for Zach Moss and like if he's the one that happens to find the end zone once or twice and Jonathan Taylor doesn't, you know, you're saving money. You're outscoring all those Jonathan Taylor teams. It just could really, really pay off big in tournaments. And part of the explanation for why we only got one Jonathan Taylor touch in the second half last week was uh, Zach Moss broke a big play and we kind of went with the hot hand there and hot hand was the words of Shane Steichen. So I think if that's even a possibility, you know, that speaks to the upside um, that you're referring to in mentioning Zach Moss for tournaments here. Wide receiver, Jared, AJ Brown's the most expensive main slate wide receiver yeah. on FanDuel at 9K. He still leads our FanDuel dollars per point by a wide margin this week. So tell me, are you going to keep telling him now that he can't go for 125 <laughs> yards every week? No, I'm, I'm done betting against AJ Brown. I think there's a good chance he at least tops 100 again. And again, which just should be a high scoring game against Dallas. They lost their top corner, Trevon Diggs. So it's not a scary matchup. I, you, if, you, if you're going to play Lamar Jackson in cash, you probably need to decide between AJ Brown and CD Lamb. It's, it's tough to get them both. And I, I do prefer AJ Brown um, slightly at, you know, essentially the same salary. A cheaper play for cash at wide receiver, kind of the Tony Pollard of wide receivers, Zay Flowers, who, the usage is good. The production's just been like okay. Like he hasn't had a blow up game yet. He's had a pretty nice floor, which is why I like him in cash. He's just sixty one hundred dollars. I think he's still underpriced. Zay Flowers um, topped a twenty one percent target share again last week. That's six straight games where he's seen at least twenty one percent of Ravens targets. Seven of eight games overall. Um, so again, the volume's just been reliable. I think the Seahawks defense is good. They have given up some big games to slot receivers this season. Adam Thielen, 11 catches, 145 yards and a score. I'm on Ross St. Brown, six catches for 102 yards. Tyler Boyd even caught seven balls and scored a touchdown against Seattle. Zay Flowers is playing quite a bit in the slot. So I think it's a pretty good individual matchup for him. Again, I do, he's another guy I would fade in tournaments. 
But I think at the price tag and with the usage, he's a pretty good cash play. Fins, a flowers and tournaments. Who are you leaning toward playing in that format? I'm buying back into Jahan Dotson a little bit here. Um, you know, coming off the big game against the Eagles, um, saw 10 targets in that game for a 19% share. Even back in week seven, he had eight targets in that game. So, you know, the usage has come back a little bit. Curtis Samuel is going to miss this game with a toe, with his toe injury, which I, I do think is part of the reason, you know, Dotson saw that increased usage and, and, you know, increased production last week. I like playing pieces of this Washington passing game. We know they're going to go pass heavy. We know the defense is bad. It's going to be worse now after trading away their two best pass rushers. And really the Patriots have limited receiver production. I believe they're sixth in adjusted fantasy points allowed to wide receivers, but it's just, it's not a secondary that scares me, especially after losing their rookie Christian Gonzalez. Um, I, I just think it's, it's a, it's a winnable matchup for Jahan Dotson. I, I think he's better than these Patriots corners. Oh, bold call. I guess we'll see how this one goes for him. Tight end Dallas Goddard at $5,800 leads our dollars per point by quite a bit this week. Is it just Dallas Goddard week at tight end? Yeah, it's, it's Dallas Goddard week at tight end. Like I'm not going to go down to, you know, Kyle Pitts or Luke Musgrave for, you know, and save a few hundred bucks. Like it's, I'm just going to work to get Dallas Goddard in there at 5,800. Goddard saw another seven targets last week. He's up to 6.7 targets per game now since that quiet week one. And Dallas, by adjusted fantasy points allowed, they are fourth against wide receivers, 24th against tight end. So this is definitely a matchup where you could see more action final to Goddard. Like I would not be surprised if Goddard kind of reemerges over Devonta Smith as the number two target in the passing game in this matchup. Yeah, agreed. Turney side, what do you like a tight end? So I do like Kyle Pitts in tournaments a little bit, 5,200. Uh, assuming Drake London's out with his groin injury. I mean, that literally leaves, I think it's like, it's Van Jefferson, Mac Hollins, Kaderil Hodge, and Scotty Miller, I think will be Atlanta's uh, top four wide receivers if Drake London's out. So I mean, man, Pitts should see volume in this game. And then I do like Luke Musgrave on FanDuel uh, for $4,800. I mean, super cheap. He's going to be low owned. He's seen a 15% target share in his healthy games this season. So the, the, the volume has been there. He hasn't had a big game yet, but I still think it's in his range of outcomes with the athleticism he possesses. And then the Rams are 31st in adjusted fantasy points allowed to tight ends. Jared, I think it's toxic group think of you to see, to think, to believe that Kyle Pitts necessarily <laughs> yeah. benefits from Drake London being out. Flex, <laughs> what are you playing on FanDuel? Yeah, so I want to mention Chris Olave here as well. Talked about him on the DraftKings show, but 6,900 bucks on FanDuel. I mean, he's ninth among receivers and targets and second in area. So the usage has been there. The production hasn't, but I think it's going to, it's going to come. And this is a good spot for it. Um, you know, with the saints at home, big implied total bears 31st in past defense DVOA. So I like Olave for tournaments. Um, Tournament running back, I like DeAndre Swift, just sort of a pivot off the Eagles passing game, which is going to be popular for good reason. But, you know, DeAndre Swift, just $7,200. Swift is tied for sixth among running backs with 15 carries inside the 10-yard line. Like when the Eagles get to the goal line, it's still Jalen Hurts, which, you know, which hurts if you're playing Swift in tournaments. But like when they're not the one or two yard line, like Swift's getting a lot of work near the goal line. And you have Jalen Hurts with this knee issue. I know they still tried a uh tush push or what do they call it now the the brotherly shove. Shove. They still, yeah they, st they still tried it at the goal line and hurts fumbled so like i think they're gonna still do it even with hurts banged up but like his rushing is obviously limited so that could just mean more work for deandre swift and deandre swift's not going to be sneaky but he's tied for sixth right now in our projected ownership in the lineup generator with i believe saquon barkley um, right near Bijan Robinson, who is about the same price. So I don't think that you're going to get a whole lot of ownership going yeah. DeAndre Swift's way. 
defense, we've got the Patriots against Washington at 3,700. They lead the way by a pretty healthy margin in our FanDuel dollars per point. But, I mean, we've talked about it. It's really a boom-bust play. The past two weeks could not have been more different. We saw Washington score seven points and take six sacks at the Giants. Then we saw them score 38 points and allow just one sack to the Eagles. So Jared, are you playing the Patriots here or are you looking somewhere else? Yeah. The Patriots are my first option for a cash game defense. I mean, Washington's points have been up and down all season. The sacks had been up every single week prior to last week. Sam Howell had taken four plus sacks in each of his first seven games, five plus sacks in six of those seven. So I still think that's going to be there. And like for cash, even if the Pats give up 28 points, but if they can get me, you know, four sacks and you know maybe a takeaway, I think you're going to be fine. If you want to go cheaper, if you need to go cheaper, I think the Rams for 3,300 are an okay play too. Jordan Love over his last four games now has thrown seven interceptions and taken 11 sacks. I agree with that. Any other plays at defense? No, those are the two I have. I mean, I think spending up is always interesting for tournaments on FanDuel. It's a bit easier to fit in those high-priced defenses, I think. I mean, the Browns are probably underpriced at 4200 at home against Clayton Toon. Yeah, and especially in a week where those cheaper defenses that you mentioned already aren't smashes. It wouldn't be a shock at all if yeah. the Patriots yeah. don't put up a good fantasy score against Washington. Again, we just saw it last week, and the Patriots have some injuries among their pass rush that's knocking down their upside in that particular area. The lineup generator on DraftSharks.com has plenty of upside for you, ready to help you build some winning lineups for Week 9 on FanDuel. We've got those dollars per point rankings that we've referred to a bunch of times, ceiling projections for all the players. You can filter by the matchups. You can mess with the team stacks, lots of different settings to adjust and make those lineups come out the way you want them to. Make sure while you're at DraftSharks.com, you check out Kevin's articles with more picks for cash games and tournament play on FanDuel this week. All of it, of course, there every week to help you win week nine. <laughs> 